Chapter Four of Peggy Raymond's School Days, or Old Girls and New, by Harriet Lummis Smith. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Four, The School Board in Disgrace. Mary Donaldson, one of the senior girls, counted it among her afflictions that she had an uncle on the school board, though Mary had no share in the deliberations of that august body and could not properly be held responsible for its decisions she was continually called upon to explain and defend its rulings there was no question mary dreaded more than the familiar one is mr donaldson on the school board any relative of yours golden october had given place to november and the school machinery was running with its customary smoothness when poor mary entered the cloak-room one morning to encounter an indignant group of schoolmates mary donaldson cried marian o'neil i wish you'd explain about the day after thanksgiving you know as much about it as i do mary made a brave attempt to speak nonchalantly as though the matter were no concern of hers but her air of guilty responsibility betrayed her you've got an uncle on the school board haven't you asked amy dubois but with the air of an accuser rather than one who merely wishes information yes but uncle frank doesn't ask my permission Blanche Estabrook broke in with authority. "'Never mind about that, Mary. But please explain why we've always had the day after Thanksgiving for a holiday. We are not going to have it this year.' More girls were coming in, and none were leaving. Excited voices blended apparently in tumultuous agreement. Everywhere clouded faces promised ill for the day's work. "'Why, you know we've never had election day before,' Mary began unwillingly but somebody wrote to the board and made a fuss because that's a legal holiday so this year they gave us election day and a chorus of protests drowned her explanation who wants election day anyway it's ridiculous to talk of school the day after thanksgiving who could study i couldn't amy lassell entered just in time to answer that question i can't study while the turkey lasts she continued blithely saturday afternoon we have turkey soup positively the last appearance and then i begin to come to life a little it's all very well to turn it into a joke blanche said with heat but i say it's unfair pop has promised to take me to new york for a few days and now if i go i'll have to miss school will you please explain mary what your uncle but mary had reached the point of flat rebellion i don't know anything about it she cried and anyway i've got to finish my geometry she pushed through the resisting throng of her schoolmates, and though she did not lift her eyes, she was sensitively aware of their air of disapproval. "'Oh, if only Uncle Frank would resign from that school board,' thought Mary. "'If I wasn't a senior, I believe I'd leave school.' Whatever justification might have been offered for the board's action, there was no question of its unpopularity among the schoolgirls. Ordinary disaffection blew over, and was forgotten in a few days. In this case it seemed to grow morning by morning new adherents were added to the list of the aggrieved the girls who were expecting out-of-town guests for thanksgiving discussed the innovation in season and out of season those who had planned weekend festivities added fuel to the flame and even the big majority who were going nowhere and expecting nobody demanded with an air of injury when they were to get their friday's lessons before the thanksgiving dinner or after by monday of thanksgiving week feeling was intense 
wherever a group of girls congregated invariably they were heard denouncing the school board's latest act of injustice peggy who was no better pleased than the rest with the new ruling complained that she was tired of the subject seems to me i don't hear anything but grumbling of course i like the old way any amount better but what's the use of fussing as long as we can't help it i'm not sure we can't returned priscilla to whom the remark was addressed she had joined peggy on the way to luncheon and she leaned toward her to speak in a confidential undertone although the tramping of several hundred pairs of feet would have enabled her to shout her most cherished secret aloud without fear of being overheard you know we're going to have a class meeting after school in miss mcnair's room peggy stared about this i don't really know priscilla's air suggested that she suspected herself of indiscretion and then rose and kitty the devoted freshman came hurrying up and the two older girls at once modified their conversation to suit their youthful minds probably a high school senior never feels quite so mature as when patronizing a girl of the first year class peggy was a little late in reaching miss mcnair's room that afternoon the classes in freshman english were always large but the big room which gave them ample accommodation was now overflowing with seniors two or three girls squeezed into each seat and others perched upon desks the sills of each window served as a settee for three or four and the remaining space was crowded full of girls standing peggy's entrance occasioned a little disturbance due to the obliging efforts of the girls to crowd together and make room for one more but the shuffling of feet and the murmured protests of those who were being jammed against the wall did not avail in checking the eloquence of the girl who held the floor this is the first year they've tried it she was saying if we take it like little lambs of course they'll think we like it and we'll have to submit to it for ever and ever this is our last year a voice interrupted i don't care if it is some of us are going to be teachers and if nothing's done we'll always look forward to having school the day after thanksgiving and besides we ought to think of those who are coming after us as well as ourselves a burst of hand-clapping interrupted the speaker peggy guessed from her expression that she had not really meant to stop at this point but thought it well to close amid such unmistakable tokens of approval and as she took her seat one of the girls perched on the window-sill scrambled to her feet and from this precarious elevation offered a motion miss president i move that a committee be appointed to present a petition to the school board asking them to give us the day after thanksgiving for a holiday everybody began to talk at once fragmentary protests made themselves heard above the general babble too late for that much they'd care for a petition and while the president pounded for order eleanor hewitt rose she was a dark-skinned girl with a rather foreign look now with her dark eyes blazing and her olive cheeks unusually red she was a figure to stir her impressionable audience to enthusiasm it doesn't seem to me that a petition is what we want we ought to insist upon our rights instead of asking favors i for one don't believe in going on our knees to tyrants the corners of peggy's lips twitched a little such a term applied to the estimable citizens who served the community gratuitously impressed her as a piece of unconscious humor as she looked about her she saw no reflection of her amusement every face was intensely serious we're seniors eleanor continued in the same impassioned manner and naturally the rest of the school looked to us to take the lead i think it's time to show the school board that we know our rights and mean to have them too the best answer to such a piece of tyranny is to strike eleanor's voice rang out with dramatic emphasis and in the pause that followed every girl in the room caught her breath 
some faces looked approving and others only startled but there was no doubt that eleanor had succeeded in impressing her audience a strike repeated blanche forgetting her exalted position as class president why eleanor what do you mean in the first place eleanor explained we wouldn't come to school not a single one of us they could have it a school day if they liked with all their teachers here but there wouldn't be any classes and then well we might have a parade and march around the schoolhouse with banners or something like that seems to me remarked peggy raymond in a matter-of-fact tone which contrasted strikingly with eleanor's decidedly oratorical style that marching around the street on a cold november day and carrying banners would be considerably harder work than going to school a smothered titter recognized the aptness of peggy's criticism then one of the girls who was sitting on the window-sill exclaimed that it was the principle of the thing that mattered that's just it cried eleanor recovering herself it's not a question of what's easy and pleasant it's a question of standing up for our rights seems to me insisted peggy with a twinkle which the youthful apostle of freedom found vaguely irritating that we're not quite like garment workers and people of that sort working as hard as they can for less money than they can live on instead we're being presented with something very valuable once i saw how much money it cost the city to educate every graduate from the high schools don't some of you remember how much it was demanded peggy appealing to the crowded room apparently no one remembered but everyone was listening well i can't think of it either but i know it was a lot of money it made me feel as if i owed something to somebody to have had so much spent on me and if the board makes us a present of an extra day on our education i can't see that it's anything to feel so bad about there was a little rather reluctant laughter but no applause peggy's logic would have seemed more convincing had she espoused the popular side but for a week the girls had been nursing a grievance and they did not enjoy the suggestion that it was their business to be grateful rather than aggrieved anna joyce one of eleanor's most intimate friends rose from one of the back seats miss president she said before we decide this question i move we all agree to obey the will of the majority of course we won't all think alike but every girl ought to be ready to do as the majority of the class decides whatever it is i second the motion eleanor exclaimed blanche repeated the question is there anything to be said she asked mechanically and again peggy raymond had something to say of course i'm only one and i shouldn't think of letting a majority vote settle such a question for me but you'd have to eleanor exclaimed impatiently if the class voted that way oh no i shouldn't replied peggy still with irritating good nature i should vote the way i thought right and then do it anna joyce was on her feet again i must say peggy raymond if that is the way you feel i don't call you very loyal to the class oh dear me blanche pounded the desk frantically it isn't parliamentary for you to talk to one another please address the chair miss president said a girl in spectacles rising from eleanor's right and speaking impressively i would like to ask whether if this class voted to stay away from school the day after thanksgiving peggy raymond would attend i think i should miss president peggy replied cheerfully i hadn't thought about it before but as far as i can see now it would be the sensible thing to do then it seems to me said the girl in spectacles that we might as well give up trying to do anything if we could count on the loyalty of all the seniors it would be different but under the circumstances we had better drop the whole matter peggy's cheeks burned there are few charges to which young people are more sensitive than the implication of disloyalty 
and it cost her a struggle not to defend herself against the veiled attack common sense came to her rescue and she set her lips as firmly as she defied any disagreeable insinuation to pry them apart as a matter of fact she had said all that was necessary eleanor's fiery denunciation of something they had all resented had come very near stampeding the meeting and committing those present to a drastic course of action peggy's protest gave some of them time to recall that a school strike especially if accompanied by a public demonstration might not win the approval of the home authorities eleanor made another effort to kindle the enthusiasm of her classmates from her own but her words were like sparks dropping on wet straw the girls were whispering to one another that it was a shame but there was no use trying to do anything priscilla voiced the sentiments of the assembly at length it seems to me miss president there isn't any use in our staying any longer i move we adjourn the motion was seconded and carried with a snap the tired girls began to move away some hurriedly as if recalling waiting duties others slowly in little groups continuing as they went the discussion of the meeting do let's get away from this priscilla came up to peggy and slipped a hand through her arm let's go down to bishop's and have a cup of chocolate i feel as if i needed something to brace me up all right peggy agreed but her manner was quieter than usual as she passed along the hall one of her classmates whom she had counted among her warmest friends looked the other way in the miniature world of the school as in the big outside world nothing is so uncertain as popularity peggy had chosen to stand by her convictions instead of allowing herself to be swept along by the current and she read the result in those averted eyes and though peggy drank her cup of chocolate with seeming relish and chatted of indifferent things priscilla was not deceived priscilla was inclined to think that peggy might have been less outspoken there really was no use in making oneself a target for other people's prejudices and then her little attempt at worldly wisdom lost itself in admiration for the girl who liking to be liked as peggy did refused to consider a compromise with her conscience End of chapter four